Welcome, everybody, to 21-ish Minutes with your beautiful host, Carly McNaughton. Casey Miller. <laughs> we just traded voices there. Yeah, we're just trying to fool you guys. Carly wasn't with us last week. Where were you? What were you doing that was more important than hanging out with me? Um. Oh, yeah. It was weird being gone for a whole week. But uh, I was at a relocation conference in Milwaukee with 50 other Century 21 offices going over how we can assist corporate relocation or mobility. So when a corporate company or even any like a bank or anything like that has an employee moving from one location to another, they typically offer them incentives. Yeah, benefits. The benefits to use them to help them relocate. Love it. And then they hire brokerages to work with them. So just figuring out how we can better serve clients who are relocating. And it sounds like you learned a ton, which is really cool. It's kind of a new thing to our office. And I think it's going to be super beneficial in the long term, but a lot of work for you coming up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I like day one, I think I just like went back into my hotel room and was just like, what did I just sign myself up? Well, and then it reminds you of like when you train to be a realtor, you're like, I'm drinking from a fire hose. It's like doing that all over again. Uh I just tried to take as many notes as I could and was just like, okay, if I just do these things when I come back next year. I'll have a whole nother list of things to do because there's no way I caught it all. I swear every time we go to any training at like our local office or anything like that, we always walk out and we're like, whoa, our jobs just got a little more extensive. (laughs) So much. It's so fun to learn though. I love learning as an adult. Mm -hmm. I think they should make adults go to college and not kids because don't you think like when you were 18 years old, it's not like you were going to college and you're like, I'm going to go to class and I'm going to learn. Like I'm going to go to college and have fun. But now that you're a grown up, you're like, wow. I could have really picked up a lot of stuff there. Oh my gosh, I feel like your brain, like at 18, you can't process how any of this stuff is going to be applicable in your actual life. Totally. And then you go through some life and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have paid a little more attention in that class. Well, and I, my favorite one that I think of all the time is when I took Econ 101. It took me, this is so embarrassing, (laughs) three times to pass Econ 101, okay? (laughs) It just didn't click for me. Mm -hmm. And then when I took Econ 301, because I had a business major, So like the higher level econ class or whatever, I think it finally clicked. I ended up leaving the class with like a 94%. Oh my gosh, that's pretty good. And I had this moment where I was like, wait a minute, supply, demand? Like it all makes sense, but not when you're 18 and you don't care because no, you're a waitress. You're you're just trying to have enough money to get to do the next thing. And you're taking (laughs) this class to get to this next class. Yeah. You don't really care about this class. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, that would have really been applicable later on in my life. College for adults. (laughs) I, that would be, I hate schooling. Like I hated college. It just wasn't, wasn't my thing, but I love learning now. You didn't have enough fun in college then. No, I didn't. I worked. So I <laughs> yeah. worked full-time going yeah. through college and here. So, well here. And then also I worked at like, I worked at Dillard's cause it was oh, like yeah, the best right. paying retail position at the time. And then I had big lofty goals to like own a home, but like I was probably too adulting, like I was probably trying to adult too much when I shouldn't have. I should have just enjoyed college a little more. Yeah, let me know how it goes when you find the adulting. Oh <laughs> I'm still gosh. trying to be like, when do I have to adult? <laughs> oh my gosh, seriously. Okay, so to bring it back, you were in Wisconsin. Yes. What was the upside of your trip? Milwaukee. Oh my gosh, it was really cool. So we were downtown on Waters Street and they just have a really cool little downtown market. I think it's like the marketplace or something like that. So it was three blocks from our hotel and I would just walk there every morning and there was a different coffee shop and they were all Cute. like different nationalities of food. Like there's just like a bunch of just 
variety of food and vendors there. And so I just walked there in the morning, like right before conference. So early in the morning, like seven o'clock, I'd walk to a coffee shop and then I'd walk back and I'd pick a different one and try something different. So that was really fun, actually. It was a good location and a great... You got to explore Milwaukee, Mm -hmm. which it's funny because you probably weren't like pin it on a map, the place you were wanting to go on vacation. Not that it was vacation, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, it's actually really funny. I totally forgot. So my family's from Rockford, Illinois, oh, that's which right. is not actually that far from Milwaukee. And when I got there, I comment or I posted on Facebook, like a story that I was in Milwaukee and I had several of my family members reach out and be like, um, what the heck? And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot you lived here. Uh, so sorry. Yeah. So it's like a mini Chicago and I've always kind of loved Chicago um, so it was really fun to kind of just be in something. Like there's a river that runs through it. So there's a river walk. It's just really pretty. Love so, it. It was really fun. How about the downside of your trip? Downside of had my trip. To, had to have been with the traveling. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I so can only assume. I'm 20 weeks pregnant. or 21 now. And sitting that long is just not good. Like, so sitting in a plane. Squished. Squished. And then sitting in a conference all day long. And then, I mean, you're just never comfortable. And yeah. so- yeah, that was probably the only, that was the downside was the traveling. And I think I left at like 6 a.m. Monday and got back Wednesday at, at 11 p.m. Oh. So like it wasn't like it was a long trip to like work out like. Unfortunately, <laughs> Billings has the worst flights. Like you can't yeah. catch anything at a normal hour. Every no. time we go to visit our family, we have to get my kids up at 3.30 in the morning. It's oh just gosh. a total nightmare. Everybody's, How do they handle that? I mean, they're so excited to go on a trip that they usually do okay. But like. By the time it's eight o'clock and we get there, they're ready for a nap. And, and they're exhausted. Brutal. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine when we drove back from Denver for the Taylor Swift concert, we got the kids up at like four to drive oh. back. So you're driving, I mean, driving back to Billings and then back to Bozeman to drop them off. So driving like 10 hours. And we actually decided we we're going to leave for trips more often in the morning because there's way less. Are we there yet? Because they're so tired. Yeah. By early morning because they woke up so early. And so much less traffic. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. It still doesn't make it any easier. And waking up that early, kids, like you're pretty much moving zombies into oh, like, the vehicle or the plane. Like, yes. Nobody's actually awake. You're like, okay. Including yourself. Well, yeah. So you're like the blind leading the blind. It's not good. I always wake up the next. All right. Once I get to the destination at like eight in the morning, I look in the mirror and I'm like, woof. <laughs> she got ready in the dark. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So Carly is super involved, obviously, in the office. She does. She's in charge of the relocation now. She's one of our supervising brokers. She helps with all of our training and keeping the wheels on the bus. But you also volunteer, too. And so I thought it'd be fun for people to learn about, like, what you do in that realm. I like it. Yeah. So one of the things I'm pretty passionate about is our Better Billings Foundation here in Billings. I don't think many people know about it. So I love being able to talk about it because it's just something different. So the Better Billings Foundation just has a deep need and a deep passion for helping our community. So whether it be um, it's typically children and families. So we have a ton of programs. So we have one program called 3-H Tutoring where we actually help dyslexic students. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Which is way bigger of a need mm-hmm. in Billings and really honestly around the country than you would think. Yep. Like it goes often undiagnosed. Mm-hmm. So we have an am- amazing gal who started it. Her name is Tara Beth. And there's this rigorous training that the tutors go through and they're really able to help kids like with dyslexia learn how to process the things that we take for granted, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's a really cool program. 
Well, I'm trying to think of how many tutors we have. We have a ton of tutors on the West End and in the Heights. Oh, cool. We had, I think we have like 50 plus students that are in the program currently. Wow. And then we've had a bunch of graduated. So it's just a really cool program. We also have a Parks to Park program where we Mm -hmm. take kids, younger kids, and we partner them up with high schoolers. And that for the entire summer, they get to go to different parks together with their mentor and mentee. Cute. And so they kind of like create relationships there. And we also have them read while they're doing it. So they have a certain amount they need to read, like a certain amount of chapters they need to read in order to participate in that event. And if they're not able to do that, they just read and then they're able to join in with that event. So it's just like really helps kids just keep up with their reading skills. Motivates um, them for sure. And have a partner in all of it because their mentor wants to be able to do all these fun things with them. So they're able to motivate them to kind of just keep up with things. And the kids gives them a little bit of accountability, really. Yeah. And the kids are able to do things they've never done before. Like Mm -hmm. you do horseback riding. They do rock wall climbing. Like they do so many things that like, I think we all whitewater rafting they were going to try and do this year. Um, They've done so many things with these kids that wouldn't have that opportunity if it weren't for this program. So that's really cool. Another one that I don't think people realize is actually Oasis. Um, the Better Billings Foundation runs the Oasis oh, uh, water park in the Heights. I did not know that. Yeah. So it's really, really cool. First, when Better Billings Foundation got started in 2005, they was a kind of like a brainchild of Vern at Harvest Church. Mm-hmm. And they put a lot of the funds in to get it going, getting it started. And Oasis has kind of just been paying it forward through the community. And actually, most recently, Harvest actually just gave us another million dollars towards putting in a new wave surfer is what it's called. Have oh, you seen I those love sheet it. waves? Yeah. So that should break ground here at the end of this year. So will they kind of expand the area they yeah, already have? So we'll expand it, bigger parking lot, um, do some redesigns and things like that. And it's really the only thing in Billings where you, I mean... Unless you go to Rose Park or one of the other like public parks, Mm -hmm. which of course has a lot to do with what I talked to Julie about last week. Mm -hmm. That's the only one to go to. And I can tell you as a mom, it's packed every single day of the summer. Mm -hmm. And the thing is we're running into as well is you kind of tap out at an age. You age out. You kind of age out at Oasis, which is kind of a bummer. My stepkids are soon to be 11 and 13. And Allie is still enjoys it, but Landon's kind of over it. So it brings in a different demographic and it really just gives kids a safe place to go. Um, We do a lot of um, uh, group rates and programs through like nonprofits and stuff to get to the Oasis in the summer. So um, just really great outreach for the community to provide them a great place to go. I love it up there because I feel like every like high school student or college student that you talk to that ends up working there works there every single summer. They Mm -hmm. absolutely love working there. So they must be really good to their employees. Yeah. Obviously, the kids love it. It's always super clean. It's such a cool place to go. Yeah. They I mean, so Chuck, who kind of runs everything, has done a great job. Him and Erica kind of keep the wheels on the bus there. And um, we sit on the board meetings every month and gosh, it's crazy to hear all the things that go on, the swim lessons that happen, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. It's just a really great um, program. And to kind of relate it to real estate, I mean, how much do you, like in your opinion, how much do you think that's affected the Heights home values? I mean, just to live up there alone, I think it has hugely affected them. I mean, it's a long drive for me from the West End. So the people in the Heights have it right there. Yeah, there's not really anything water summer related to do Mm-mm. in the Heights. And this kind of, I mean, Harvest Church is in the Heights, obviously, right. you know, so it kind of was like 
we need to give the community something to do. Yeah. And let's do it in the heights where we're at. Seriously. So and people really get cool. up there and they're like, there's Target up here. Uh, I mean, it's like, <laughs> if you don't go to the heights, you don't realize. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have all the restaurants and everything. So I think it's really cool that people can learn like, oh, there's a whole nother town up there. Yeah. And then I think we'll be the first in the state to have this type of a wave surfer. Um, oh, cool. And then we'll be, the I think, second in the state to have a sheet wave in general. So it'll be really cool to be able to put that on the map as well. It's kind of fun. Um, we just went to, to a water park with my kids in Boise and they were, <laughs> we were in a wave pool surf. I don't know what you call it. Huge wave pool. And we were like, oh, let's just take a minute. It'll be fun. And we were like, oh, maybe they need life jackets. Like just in case, you know, this thing was like <laughs> wild now. My mom's watching my husband and I and my two kids from the side and she's videoing my kids that are just like flying Flaring. around all over the place and she kept yelling. She's like, tie the life jackets because <laughs> they're just bobbing around. I'm like, I got them. They're going to be fine. It was, it's oh so my funny. Gosh. Did they have the best time? Oh my gosh, there's nothing like a wave pool. I, I think know. they're fun. Uh-huh. That's like my favorite thing about Mexico is standing in the ocean. Like I'm just a child. Yeah, you're just a large child. So it definitely closes the age gap for yeah. Oasis because well, now so adults will like it. Oasis already has a wave pool. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, This is a sheet wave. So where you wakeboard. Oh. On, yeah, so that's what it is. It's like, wait, <laughs> but like. Haven't been brave enough to try and I gotta be honest. Oh no, I would break a hip for uh-huh. sure. Yeah. But it's really cool. It's kind of, we even have like a, the way we have set it up, it's like, an, there'll be an auditorium almost-esque Oh, so people can watch? So you can watch it. Yeah. So it'll be really cool. So we'll go record videos of Carly and oh, Mark doing not, wipeouts. I will not be uh, <laughs> doing that at all. But I can't wait for uh, my stepson. I'll love it. He's already been asking. So when is it going to be open? When's is it going to be open? open? Mm-hmm. It's just like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's excited and I'm excited for it. It'll just be cool to add something new. And then we have, I mean, long-term future plans of expansion, but just trying to provide um, just a great place for kids to go. And we've also done, like, a lot of people don't know, there's actually a BMX trail around Oasis with jumps and, like, Oh, paths. really? Yeah, you don't know the... Yeah, isn't that cool? I feel like I've seen my friends post, like, videos of their kids on... Is that the Strider bike one? No, it's, like, for BMX, like... Like, real... No clue. Yeah, it's so I mean, cool. I'm heading there after work. Yes, <laughs> I think it would be pretty entertaining to see you on a No, not me. Oh, I'm taking my kids. Oh, they would love it. And I don't think it's like as Yeah, I'm well going to go BMXing <laughs> after work. I was really confused. <laughs> like, I don't really, didn't really picture you for that, Casey. Um, but it's really cool. They also have, like, it's called a, a bars course. It's like balance, agility. Uh, they just have a bunch of stuff up there. We put in a basketball court up there for kids to use. Like, we're really trying to just be inclusive of everybody and get, I mean, kids out and about. And I love it. Out of their house and... I feel like you should have, be on a billboard that says, like, by the way, there's a BMX thing up here. <laughs> no, by the way, we just have a big billboard with an arrow that points to, like, where Seriously. we're Seriously. P.S. There's a BMX. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody knows about that. Yeah, we should probably do a better job I want to say, like, I know a lot of stuff. I mean, I know a little bit of stuff, but I have never, <laughs> I did not know this. Yeah. But I, I have to go check should, it out. We should. Yeah, I think that's one thing we maybe we could be stronger at is getting out. Maybe our. Um, that's why they have the young people on. like you. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so cool when like, because you're on the board, right? Yep. So I'm the secretary. Oh, yes. so she takes all the notes. Yeah. Which is, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's super cool when you sit on the board. It's like young, fresh mindset where you're giving different ideas that they probably hadn't even heard of before. So yeah. that's really cool. It's been fun. Unfortunately, I joined when I like was pre like before I had Maddie and then I had Maddie. And so life got even more hectic. Uh-huh. So I feel like I could probably give a little more, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> just mental capacity is tapped when you Well, have the good kids. thing is when you have your next baby, life just gets so much easier. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking is life's going to get easier after this one. Yeah, have a second kid. Mm-hmm. It'll get less hectic. I'll get more organized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. We were just talking happen. about this. I'm like, there's nothing like I'm going on a trip this weekend. And I'm like, there's nothing like a trip to make me procrastinate and get so much done in such a small period of time. Seriously. Same thing with kids. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Nothing like having two kids screaming at you gets you to clean your house faster. I mean, like kids, because you want to be able to spend all your time with them. So they like make all your hours of like productivity so much more productive. Oh, man. Like, I don't have time to do this tonight because there's no way I can do this. I can power clean the shit out of my house in two hours. If your kids aren't home. If my kids aren't home. And then the moment they walk in, of course, it's, It's you know, the storm starts all over again. But you can spend, I mean. I know. Actually spend time with them because. Moms are the most productive. Marcus said that forever. And I always like thought it was so funny when he said that pre being a mom. I was like, oh, yeah, like, okay. But you're like, like, Casey seems okay. <laughs> well, no, you're like a freak. Like, you can get so much done. Like, I don't know how you do all the things you do with two boys. And like, I mean, Robbie works a lot. So, I mean, like, I don't know how you get it all I done. I drink wine. <laughs> I drink lots of wine. <laughs> but I don't think wine makes you more productive. Like, I don't think that's how that works. No, you're right. But I like was like, I don't really think it's like a generalized statement that's probably super accurate, but it is. It is. You're just like Moms way are more just productive. Yeah. You just are value your time more and you have so much less of it. So Carly and I share an office. And mm-hmm. so we sit and talk to each other all day long. And I was really worried we weren't going to fill 20 minutes. And here we are. This is 20 easy. minutes later. You know, I said the same thing with Julie. And I'm like, we literally just talked for an hour. And now here we are talking mm-hmm. to each other just with microphones. So it's more awkward. Yes, I know. It is kind of <laughs> awkward, especially because there's like four seats in here with us because we normally have four of us. Yeah. And it's just you and I. So we're going to be markless for a few episodes here, people. Yeah. So. I'm thinking I want to try and get him to call in here in the next couple of weeks, maybe right before those boys right arrive. Right before the babies come. Yep. Yeah, we cause... should call him the week before and then the week after. <laughs> we can see if our uh, <laughs> listeners can notice any difference in Mark. <laughs> one will be sleep deprived and one will be anxious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a just be cool? I do. Just be cool and just always be nice because you really never know what someone's got going on. Absolutely. just be nice even when you don't want to be because you just don't know. Be kind to everybody. Yes. You never know what's going on behind closed doors. I know. Yeah. And most people don't like to air it all out. So just be kind. Yeah, just be kind. And if that guy's a dick on the airplane, then maybe he's just having a really bad day. Maybe he missed his first flight. Maybe he Maybe did. his alarm didn't go off. Maybe. Oh my gosh. That is so like many factors. My worst fear. Absolutely. Side note, for the first time ever, I got to Billings International Airport. International <laughs> Airport International. of Billings, Montana, Montana, people. We have two um, gates. <laughs> I got there 30 minutes before my flight took off and I'm normally there two hours before. So progress in my anxiety with airplanes. So. Oh, man. You've made it a long ways. <laughs> Just be cool and don't show up the airport two hours early. <laughs> unless you live in a bigger city than Billings, Montana. Yeah. If you live in Billings, don't show up two hours early unless you really like the coffee. Coffee's all right. It is pretty good. And if the bar's open. Yeah, but <laughs> drinking at like 6 a.m. is probably also not, not allowed. Not allowed. Unless you're probably in Mexico. So. All right. See you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. Why'd you start it? Can you tell me? Cause I've no clue, my friend. The only thing I know for sure is that this is how, this is how it is.